You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. BetMGM. Back at it here on BetQL Daily on this Thanksgiving Day. Happy you're along with us and a very happy Thanksgiving. And let's keep the show rolling along as we are coast to coast and around the world on the Odyssey app and all sorts of places you can find us. The Odyssey Sports YouTube channel, twitch.tv slash betql. With the machine, Sean Levine, I'm Jim Rodriguez. Let's get into some more NFL and the third and final game on this Thanksgiving Day. It's the Patriots at Minnesota against the Vikings. Lots of questions, especially coming off both teams' most recent game. And let's bring in Mike Mutnansky from WEEI and BetQL Boston, joining us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Mike, what's going on? Good morning and happy Thanksgiving, my brother. Sean and Jim, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Great to be here. And it uh, looks like uh, a, a good slate today of uh, football. It's going to be capped off by a couple of teams that, as you said, a lot of questions on Patriots and Vikings tonight. Yes, I, I, I'm not the smartest cat in the world, and I'm easily confused, and I don't know what to make of this game. You got the 6-4 and four Patriots who won, but kind of you look, it's like, I don't know what to make of that game against the Jets. A win's a win. You know, it's on to Minnesota, to quote Bill, to quote Bill Belichick, and then the Vikings completely laid a big turd, you know, against the Cowboys. They're 8-2. Right now, the, I just checked on BetMGM. The line has just moved. It's now Patriots plus three in this game with a total of 42 and a half. What do the Patriots feel coming into this game? I mean, are they confident? They win. They're six and four. But it, it's got to be an uneasiness, or is this just where Bill Belichick likes to be? Oh, no, 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 no. It's absolute uneasiness because when you settle down to talk about this game and handicap this game, you want to hang your head on the Patriot defense. They're number one in DVOA going into the week defensively. They think, well, okay, they're on the road. Kirk Cousins' primetime number is not very good. Let's fire at the Patriots defense, bet the Patriots, bet the under, be happy about it. The problem is that, guys, how they got to that number one DVOA. So here are the quarterbacks the Patriots have beaten this year. Sam Ellinger, Jacoby Brissett, uh, Mitchell Trubisky, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson, Jared Goff. Mm. Five of mm. those six are in the bottom third of the NFL Brissett's actually a good year when you look at his numbers offensively in Cleveland. So it's a Patriot defense, guys, that I think is just sort of inflated right now. They got smoked by Lamar Jackson. Justin Fields ran wild on them. And so I, I, I'm not counting on them to have some shutdown game. I think that Minnesota's offense provides a really big test for them. Their secondary at the cornerback position is young, with a couple of younger players there. And it feels to me just like a, glance, a quick glimpse of this game 
that the Patriot defense is overinflated and that Minnesota is in a great bounce back spot just from a 30,000 foot view uh, with that three point spread as part of the conversation. Nice bounce back spot for Minnesota Patriots defense inflated so far this year. Bounce back spot, Mike, or do you think there's a chance that maybe the Vikings aren't what their record has been all year? Because I've been saying that about Philly. I'm like, yeah, I see what their record is in the NFC, but then I have a pull up my microscope and I, eh, I don't know if they're really that good. Do we think maybe the Vikings got exposed in getting their asses kicked last week? Well, they got exposed. They're not on potentially Philly's level. Uh, you know, San Francisco, I think if people did power rankings this week, they probably think the 49ers, even the win-loss records at the side, they might be a better all-around team right now than the Vikings. And you're right. The Vikings have – they look at their one-score games, look at some of the bounces that went their way. They have gotten some very good luck uh, in these first 11 weeks of the NFL season. So all those things being said, they faced a much bigger test than the Patriots did last week. You know, they played – a really good Cowboy team that has a chance to go to the Super Bowl. The Jets, are they have a good defense, but watching Zach Wilson for the second time in three weeks was cruel and unusual punishment. You know, have to watch him play again uh, and then watch him after the game make every excuse in the book that it wasn't his fault. So, yes, they got beat, and, and you're right, they're probably not as good as the record says they are, but they played a really good opponent. So I think exposed is a little strong for me, and they're catching a much softer team, I think, than the, the, they got in the Cowboys last week here with the Patriots in primetime. Mike, I have a question for you. I I, I think there's a very good chance that the NFC East could deliver three playoff teams. Do you think the AFC East could deliver three playoff teams with the Bills, the Dolphins, and maybe the Patriots? The Jets, I, I think they're on the wrong way right now, but could we have three AFC East playoff teams? They could, but I think eventually one of those gets knocked out by, you know, having to play each other. You know, Patriots still have the Bills twice, Dolphins once. They're through with the Jets already. So I think there's going to be a little bit of uh, cannibalization amongst those. I- I'd be floored if they do end up getting three. I think that uh, the Dolphins and uh, obviously the Bills look pretty strong right now. Uh, the Jets, we saw what they're doing, you know, having to, to rearrange things and try to get them back on track. And I still won't believe in their offense going forward. The Patriots, guys, I start with their defense. Their offense is just as big of a question mark. You know, they went to Matt Patricia as the coordinator. Everybody said offensively that was a disaster. And through 11 weeks, it's been that way. They're an awful red zone offense. Uh, They punt much more than they score touchdowns. Uh, Their their identity is run the football, but their offensive line is really banged up heading into this game. We'll see if Dan Andrews plays. So uh, I think it's unlikely they get four teams in because the two teams there at the bottom, the Patriots and Jets, have some major offensive questions. So I assume if I gave you Buffalo versus the rest of the field to win the AFC East, you're still sticking with the Bills? Oh, my. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I, absolutely. I, I think that – and I, by the way, I love watching Miami play this year. It's, it's tough to watch as a Patriots fan go from Josh McDaniels to see, uh, you know, Matt Patricia call this remedial Patriot offense, but then watch Miami and what Mike McDaniels doing down there. San Francisco on Monday night was running like a varsity offense compared to the Patriots JV offense. So, yes, I would take – uh, I would lay the, whatever the odds were, I'd lay the odds there, take the Bills against the rest of the division right now. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, especially, I, I live in Miami, Mike, and, and the big question here is, you know, for as much as people want to praise Tua, they want to hate Tua more, and they, Tua still needs to make a trip to Buffalo and a trip to Foxborough in the cold. And we've seen those cold weather has been a disaster. So it'll be interesting, both teams at seven and three, 
how the Dolphins fare with two cold weather games in Buffalo and New England to come. One thing that really is getting me in this game is the, the total being 42 and a half. I, I, I kind of want to lean yeah. toward the under in this game. Am I crazy with that, especially with that Patriot defense? No, I wrote down the bets that I put in for this game uh, this morning. And I, the, the total, I have the question mark next to it, guys. Like, I, I would lean under as well because I just could see a scenario where Minnesota gets an early 10-point lead or a two-score lead, and the Patriots just can't keep up. You know, the, the world is – the turkey hangover tonight is going to be capped off by the world in primetime seeing Nelson Aguilar and Devontae Parker, Jacoby Myers. I mean, they're just not a good wide receiver group. I really like Myers quite a bit. I like his receiving prop today, but I'm with you. I think Vikings get ahead and the Patriots keep track, keep pace, probably not. And so I would lean under, but it's not something that I played heavily today. I like the total a lot better. I like some props a lot better. This is not, this is not a total. I love, I like it side better. I don't love the total in this game. Mike, there's so many great young established quarterbacks in the league already. Think about like a Lamar Jackson, my guy, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, you know, the guys, and then there's that next list. Where do you think Mac Jones is right now or ha- ends up having a chance to be throughout his career? We do like 20 hours a week on the radio about this. It's just, it, it is the question. It is the question. And that's, that's because it, it, as you're talking about quarterbacks, and you guys know this, like if you don't have one of those top 10 guys, you basically don't exist in the NFL. Like it, maybe you have Justin Fields and he's trending towards that. So the Bears and you feel good. Patriot fans were chanting for Bailey Zappi a month ago on Monday Night Football. Like, that, that's where Patriot fans are with Mac Jones. I have higher hopes than most fans do because I think he's a good quarterback who's been put in a really tough spot. Took away Josh McDaniels, you know, and said, here's Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Go figure it out. They tried to change the offense in the offseason. It didn't work. Um, but even as a Mac supporter, like, he's right now, you know, probably right the late teens, Bottom part of like early 2021, probably in the league. I think his upside is a top 15 quarterback, top 12 quarterback. But with this offensive group and this coaching staff, he's not going to get there. And you mentioned Miami, what they've done. Give them credit, right? Here's Tyree Kill. Here's Jalen Waddle. We'll trade for Jeff Wilson. We'll put the weapons around you. And, and Bill and the Patriots did not do that yet for Mac Jones. So his ceiling right now is like top 12, but he's not top 12. He's barely top 20. Is this akin to sort of coaching malpractice with Mac Jones? I mean, you're still developing him. You're still trying to mold him. I mean, what, what, what was the rationale behind this? And I know Bill doesn't say anything to anybody, but what, cause this can't be the, the model moving forward toward next year, can it? I mean, if, if it is, good luck selling the fan base on this because uh, they went from Josh to, to Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. And it's a great question about, uh, you know, in terms of why they did it at this time. Uh, Bill O'Brien was rumored to be coming back to New England. They couldn't pry him from Alabama's coaching staff. And the, the, the best answer I can give you is that Bill likes guys he can trust. And Matt Patricia, he knows from the, the previous days working in New England, they had brought him back in and thought, well, I can trust this guy to call the offense. It's, it's a terrible setup, and coaching malpractice is an awesome way to put it. It feels like a one-and-done type of thing. But how much damage is due to Mac Jones in year two? You know, that, that's the big question. So I suspect this will be a one-year thing, but there's no one on staff that can replace him, so Bill's going to have to go outside the system. Either way, they put their second-year quarterback in a terrible, terrible spot. Well, it is the uh, BetQL network. So if you were to bet, and by the way, before I ask this question, 
This is not ageism. Yeah. I love old people. I can't wait to see my Aunt Loretta, who's like 114 years old at Thanksgiving, and my Uncle Jerry, who's like 126. But that being said, how old's our boy Bill Belichick right now? Like, how, how much longer do we think J-Rob was asking you about the plan going forward? What about bigger picture? Like, you're a betting man. How much longer do you think that guy's still the coach? Well, he's got about a year and a half, two or three, just over two years, I guess, potentially, to break Don Shula's record. 70. He's not going anywhere until then. You know, I, I don't think the, the crafts up here on the team, they don't want to fire him. You know, I don't think he's done anything this year to consider, like, they're going to fire him, especially when pretty good record-wise, and they're in the mix. But I think he's got, he's got two or three years. If you told me right now, if you said the over-under is after this year, you know, two and a half more seasons, uh, I'd probably take the over. If you said three and a half, I'd take the under. I think it's probably this year plus, you know, maybe, if I had to guess again, three more after this, and that would be that. Um, he's got his sons on the staff. He likes working with those guys. Uh, the Crafts are great owners to work for. They get they basically stay out of his way. You know, even when they let Tom Brady go, you know, Bill is able to, to come back and, and make it work. So um, I would say three years after this year, and that will be that. And who takes over after that? Who knows? Mike, are they still talking about Tom Brady up there? Yes. Oh, I, oh my God. I, I mean, I still do. I, I'm on the air <laughs> 6 to 10 every night. I still talk about Brady. I mean, you, you watch you watch this offense. How can't you? You know, there was it was a bad breakup here. You know, you had to pick a side and Bill versus uh, Brady versus Bill, and I chose Brady. I think the quarterback right now, the way the league is playing out, is a really really important piece. And they didn't want to pay him Drew Brees money, so I should probably get over it. Like I'm a, I'm a scorn next boyfriend at this point, but it's like, <laughs> yes, I still talk about him because the guy's still playing at a high level. And you got Mac Jones in year two with Matt Patricia. So, yeah, I still talk about him. Well, like, get out your crystal ball if you have it next to you, Mike. Ten years from now, what do you think the conversation is going to be like about Brady? Because I get it that he went on and had success somewhere else, but he's always going to be your guy's guy, right? Yeah, I don't think that will change. I do think that the people love the argument of who is more important, Brady or Bill, like who, who meant more. And – I know it's a lame radio answer, but there's just there's not one or the other. You know, Brady needed Belichick in year two. He benched Drew Bledsoe when he got hurt and stuck with Brady, and Brady needed that at the time. And by the end of it, Belichick needed Brady to carry the team when they were not built very well. So they both really helped each other out. I do think, like, the more Brady wins without Belichick, the more nationally, guys, you can tell me, the more nationally Brady's going to get credit. You know, Bill doesn't win a championship without Brady – that every talking head of the world is going to say, we never won without Brady, and Brady won without Bill. So you say 10 years from now, it's going to sound like it does right now where people think Brady is more important because Brady's won. If Bill wins one, then they'll both be considered kind of co-all-time greats at what they did. I love it. Well, listen, I, I want to appreciate you spending a little bit of your your turkey day with us. Real quick, we've got, we got a minute left. Sure. My man, you ran a yeah. 5K today? Ran a 5K today, got sub-25 minutes. So the rule is you run a 5K, none of the calories count uh, the rest of the day. So that's why we run the 5K mm. on a Turkey Day morning. Got our bets in. We bet the Vikings. We bet Jacoby Myers over his receiving prop. And I'll give you one more here, Hunter Henry. The, red, the Patriots' red zone offense has been terrible this year. They're going to go back to things that worked last year, and Hunter Henry really, really worked well. Uh, Vikings are the, what, 25th or 28th red zone defense in the NFL so Hunter Henry, anytime touchdown of four and a half to one. Uh, and hopefully we'll, we'll end the day with that after uh, surviving a 5K this morning here in New England. 
I love it. Well, I hope you're not asleep after that at halftime about the way this game's going to go around. Thanks for hanging out with us, Mike, and, and we wish you all the best on this Turkey Day. Guys, happy Thanksgiving. I'll be chatting in the BetQL app uh, during the game tonight. We'll talk to you then. Thanks. Love it. That was Mike Mutnansky from WEEI up in Boston and BetQL Boston on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. You can visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. We got our favorite plays for week 12. Time to get that money going. With the machine, I'm J Rod on BetQL Daily.